0: How do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. It's a very, very special honor.
1: I'm Paula Creamer, and you're listening... To- well,
2: we're waiting. Hi, this is Martin Cove, a.k.a. John Creese from Cobra Kai, and you're listening to... Golf Talk Live. Let the
1: word go out from here across the land. Let Daddy Noonan uh, approve. Hey, this is Shooter McGavin. You're listening to the 19th Hole Podcast. Welcome once again to Golf Talk Live's 19th Hole. I'm Alan depew your host for about the next 45 minutes or so. I am joined with our panel as always. And we actually have us all. No trout Well, Andy's traveling, but even the dedicated Andy Hydorn checking in from the road. Andy from Sportsbox, thank you for joining us. To my right, I've got Christian Azamis, the prettiest podcaster in golf. Bobby Baldessari, our resident historian from Reimagine Golf. And Brendan Elliott of Little Linksters, chiming in on everything junior golf as a PGA teaching extraordinaire. And why am I talking fast, you'll ask Andy?
2: Because there's a lot to talk about. you
1: damn right. There's a lot to talk about, Andy. We got Tiger, we got Liv, we got Rom, we got Tampax, um, <laughs> we've got Bernard Longer, and we've got uh, Full Swing, and we have
2: Regrets. We have a special Don't Be That Guy update as well. And a
1: special <laughs> Don't Be That Guy op- update. <laughs> so, Bobby, in a historical context,
3: where do you want to start with? I think we. Let's start with uh, let's start with what is old is new again, Bernard. I think that's a good spot to start. Yeah, absolutely. That's historical.
2: I thought yep. we were going to go with old Tom Morris. No, <laughs> no, old
1: he was a stud. Dude, they may have played against each other for
3: all yeah. we know. <laughs> I think the thing about uh, longer that is amazing is, I mean, he won majors, and then he goes through that. If anybody's ever played golf and at a high level. And you have those demons, and you get the yippee things going, and then he gets through that, keeps winning, and then to stay at that high level, all those years, I mean, I, I think it's a, it's it's one of the best. I right? mean, Hale Irwin set that record for longer to to um, to tie it. I, I, it's amazing. It really is.
2: He still he still has the yips too. If it, and if if you've struggled like I have, you have a trained eye to spot this stuff. <laughs> And, and I'm telling you, if you watch him, he yips almost every putt. Still,
1: Christian, f- fortunate that I didn't have that Andy did not have to putt at the little linksters because I made
2: <laughs> everything. There is, there is no putting, no putting allowed.
0: I feel your pain there, Andy. When I play with Alan too, I never my putter stayed in the bag all eighteen holes. Yep it,
2: it it was all but seventeen for me. You know
1: what? I just broke my arm slapping myself on the back with that one, boys.
0: <laughs> I would hit bombs, and he would just make, and he hmm. would make bombs.
1: Yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right, but he, uh, here's the pro- here's the problem with this be is that the uh, longer sets a record like that, and the haters on social media talk about how he's anchoring the putter.
4: Come on, I mean. <laughs> Come on, man. He was anchoring the putter. That would have been something that it would have been addressed a long time ago. So
2: stop his, it with your nonsense. His competitors say that he's anchoring. I really?
3: Know.
2: Yep. Yep. So, well, let's
4: talk about that for a second. I mean, does anybody know how it's worded within the rules about the anchoring? Because originally, if if I remember correctly, it was about anchoring it to the chest. You could do it into the forearm. Or, or he still can, okay. So, so where's Gary Young? Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, yep, Gary, back long, longer is not touching the body, correct?
1: Oh, there's photographic evidence shows him it appears to be <laughs> resting against his left breast. <laughs> hmm. <laughs>
2: Oh, you made that sound so dirty.
1: <laughs> it was a it was a sm, sl, silky way I said it. Andy. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> no, I I think I, I, and I have heard, you know, firsthand that his competitor Scott McCarron, too, hmm. um, that they they have issues with that. His competitors have issues with that.
4: Wow. So does that take away? I mean, I guess it would. Does that take away a little bit of what he's accomplished? I don't think it does, personally. Are we but putting
1: we- an asterisk on his accomplishment? Is he now Roger Maris?
3: I mean, it's still amazing what he's done. I Even, I mean, to have the passion and uh, inner fortitude and want to keep practicing, you got to hit the ball, you got to keep it in play, you got to stay out there, you got to walk through programs, you got to through, I mean, you know, it's,
0: I I honestly
3: hadn't heard about the, you know, any innuendos about any kind of anchoring. I just was amazed that the guy's that old. He's still playing at a high caliber, still wanting to play, still wanting to win. So putting in the time, it's uh, it's amazing. What is he? Thought, 60, 64.
2: 64. That's why I don't think, I I don't ever think of him as an asterisk type of situation, even if he is anchoring. A little bit there's such a gray area there anyway and you know it's a debatable issue but i think the things that you just said bobby those are the things that that stick out to me the most you know his perseverance his professionalism his dedication and and ultimately his his ability to perform
4: well what his record at augusta in, into these later years is incredible too
2: yeah No, yeah. well, he
4: was it was in contention
3: a what was it, two years ago? Yeah, that's insane. You can probably give Gary Player a run for longevity there.
2: Oh, oh no a, doubt, yeah, no doubt, you know? and sit ups and sit ups. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he's, and I'm, he's done. I'm not, gonna
1: I'm not gonna lie, uh, Gary is a great friend of our show, and I'll still take Gary on that one. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And Bernard's done that all with uh, some questionable clothing choices that are like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. oh, it's like, really?
1: So, which is a great transition because if you want to talk about clothing or who doesn't have clothing anymore. Christian, <laughs> DJ's not doing any lines with Adidas. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Adidas, 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 or TailorMade for that matter. How do you end it did
2: I catch up? No, I, I
0: think I think him doing lines; those days are over. If I'm being honest with him, no, I, yeah, yeah, he got dropped by they're, Adidas.
2: They're officially over.
0: Yeah, they they're yeah, officially yeah. part of the way. I'm away. talking about
1: him. I'm talking about him terminating the terminating the relationship with his clothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, he got dropped by Adidas. Same with Sergio. Exactly. That's what I meant. But like DJ's going to get somebody quick to pick him up. I mean, it's it's not. Yeah. I think so. Oh, no. I think so. He'll get he'll get somebody more quicker than Sergio would. Well, yeah, of course. I I, I mean, you know, there's still that part of the golf world that loves live like there's that percentage of people that love live. So if DJ can, say, work with another big manufacturer like Mm. Grayson or Robach or somebody like that caliber where they can make a cool design, it could make sense for both parties. I don't know.
2: You know, know either way.
0: But
2: it could have been a a total like, like, you know, restructuring of their strategy for PGA Tour. And it was just an opportunity for to dump.
3: I think. think So is that why
2: Taylor
1: made parted ways also?
2: Did that happen?
1: Christian, didn't you say that? What? Taylor made?
0: No, not yet. Oh,
1: my bad. Error, that, that could be a topic reporting. down the road. I
0: mean, they could be losing equipment deals, pending what happens here with Live. I, I mean, you know, it, DJ's got enough clothes. I'm sure of it that he can, he's probably still going to wear Adidas, maybe or whatever. I don't know. I mean, it, it had to bring in a good amount of money for him since he's been wearing Adidas since as far back as I can remember. Um, he's I been think, wearing their shoes, everything.
3: I think this is a perfect time for DJ to bring back Sansa Belt. There you go. Yeah, And, and Lamode. <laughs> Pickering, Pickering hard collars. And Duffini. Yeah. yeah, let's go old school. Let's go back to the 70s and 60s.
4: Oh, you know a good line for him is the shark brand. There you go. He can wear that. He probably will.
1: I've got a few of those in my closet. <laughs> yeah, no I,
0: I guess I could see like a lower end... Clothing brand going after DJ, more so Sergio. No, hundred uh, no. percent. I mean, from their standpoint, like take take. Um, I, I just mentioned it for example. Like take Roboc. Obviously, Roboc's starting to come up. They're a huge company. That I could totally see a, a company like Roboc reaching out to DJ, saying, "Hey, let's make a deal happen. You know, we'll give you extensive clothing, whatever. Blah blah blah. You know, it, it could make he, sense for obviously both parties.
1: He will get he will get a great deal from somebody because quite honestly
0: he's
1: gonna he's gonna get a lot of uh airtime at augusta he, st- he still has game augusta itself will be worth whatever money they're paying somebody's paying him sergio maybe not so much
0: when you when you look at live obviously you look at there's probably three guys maybe that can that can still play with the guys on tour and it's cam smith dj Toss up for the third one. I mean, you really that those are the only two that really come to mind. Brooks, no. Br- Bryson, no. Where the hell's Bryson been the last Patrick ten Reed years? Can, basically,
2: Reed can play with anybody still.
0: Yeah, he cheats. Yeah. Though, so
2: he's no, a I'm cheater. But.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're Thomas, not Thomas, Thomas Peters.
0: Thomas, yeah, Thomas Peters. Uh, no, I, I, maybe Joaquin Neiman I mean, when he gets hot, obviously. I mean, there's not many. I don't know. Like when it comes to live, like yeah, DJ and Cam Smith are the two biggest names. I mean Phil, yeah, but from a, I'm talking about just the golf side of things. Like, yeah, I mean Phil's a huge name worldwide. No offense, Phil. It, Phil. If Phil went to a PGA event right now, Phil would get cut in immediate, immediately.
1: Oh, he's and, yeah. And and Andy, By this far. would be this would be the appropriate time. What's our live report? We got anything? Myakoba?
2: Well, I, I think the 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 big splash live made was signing of five very pedestrian names right mm-hmm. um i mean call him what you will but Mito Pereira is you know he's a he's a trying to be somebody player young guy really cool uh uh episode on on uh you know the netflix series but yeah. um you know and then it was what brendan Steele. Dude, he, he had
1: was- a shorter backswing on 18 than i did <laughs>
2: No, no, no! Oh. It was it was his follow through, not. His oh,
1: that's right. Sorry, yeah.
2: he had an Alan DePew follow through. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but like Brendan Steele, Dean Burme- um I-, I mean, who else? Peters,
4: Thomas Peters. Thomas
2: Peters. who's a good young player.
1: Number thirty-four in the
4: world.
2: Yeah. Not and then long. Sebastian Munoz, um, who, who, you know. Was also in full swing Netflix with Mito and Joaquin, but he's yeah. a buddy of theirs too. So,
1: but yeah. Bobby, it, it's all world. It's all world players. They're not. They're, I mean, they're not breaking into the U.S. players. No.
3: Now yeah, they've just been international. I think you know you kind of wonder about the PGA Tour. Maybe, yeah, some of the American players saying I'm going to stick with the PGA Tour. I mean the, the way they changed it with the money, uh, the oh. Titan events. I mean, and when Gary, I mean Gary said it the other night. It's amazing the depth of the play out there, the depth of the talent. Um, it's just he sees it every week. Gary Young was with us uh, a week ago, a couple of weeks ago, I guess. Head uh, um, PGA Tour official and the the players you don't even know about that are just exceptional talents. Uh, the pipeline is strong. And you get a few of them to win some events, and like the Max is that was great on social media, starts winning, and now he's comfortable out there.
4: I think I think one of the things that flying under the radar that they've done is this Peter the PGA Tour University thing where right. they're having these exemptions for the for the really good young players to come up a little bit quicker. <laughs> um, I just don't see Liv being able to tap into any American players at any point anymore.
1: Christian, what say you?
0: No, the only player you could think of is Cam Smith. I mean that we all agree on that. if, yeah, if but Amer- somebody board. were Okay, American no one. DJ, I, I mean half the guys on live right now don't even I feel like want to be there. I mean they took it for the money solely. Obviously. Well, I, when it comes to American born players, that's interesting no. too. Hold,
1: hold, hold, hold that thought, DJ, cause I got I got hold that thought cuz I got to say something. Cuz we'll to throw this one If over you me. look
0: at the American golfers, I'm talking like uh, like I, the guys on tour, you take 20 feet now. You take what? <laughs> You're putting your you hands continue. up in the background. Just no, I'm saying if, you, if you take Tony Finau, if you take the top American golfers and you put them up against, say, a, a, a Phil or Brooks or a DJ, they're going to get wiped clean by the guys on tour. I, I mean, it's just like there's no competition on Live. period. There is no competition. All of these guys on Live, like we've all mentioned, are all half-assed, washed-up guys who just took all these deals for the money. That's simply what it is. Well, So when we watched that documentary, Full Swing, and they, and they touched on, you know, the live aspect of it, no offense, I didn't really buy the bullshit that DJ was saying on it, if I'm being honest with you. Oh, I, I still want to compete. Oh, yeah, you had a great career in the PGA Tour, which you did. But I, I guess I just didn't buy the, the, the BS that they were saying from the guys on live, you know, per se itself. I'll tell you who loved that documentary. Alan was Allison. She wanted to watch that every single night. She forced me to watch it every night.
4: It was good. It was fantastic. It
0: was a great, great documentary. I thought, but I'd love to see what you guys thought of it. Obviously, well, so I,
1: hang, hang on. I have not made it through them all yet. But I, I was saying before we went on, Brendan and I were talking. Best line so far that I've gotten to <laughs> I, I, I'm, is is the kid that sign Brooks is signing the kid's thing. He goes, "I want to take a picture with Jenna."
2: Yeah,
4: <laughs> that that was the only redeeming quality of that episode was her <laughs> and he seemed like he could care less that she was even in the room
1: i mean he was he was beyond depressed
2: wasn't he andy oh my god i i, I have a newfound respect for that guy honestly yeah really I, after, after I, well what? yeah he he was yeah. he was open he he's everything that Liv isn't and he And he's going to come back he's going to come back he proved it he proved it he he cares about his legacy in the game he cares about where he fits in he cares about being the best in the world and you know i i
1: when, think when was his last major win 20, 20 years the PGA.
0: 20, or, no it was PGA two, years. yeah
3: 19 black or black Blackboard. So but it was
1: Blackboard. okay, Blackboard. but it was, it was nineteen, right? Black page. No, yes.
0: I think it, no, I think it was eight. It was, it was the US Open in eighteen. I think. That's when he won back to back. He won it in seventeen and he won it in eighteen.
1: Okay. So is that was his correct, last major correct, win. He correct me win if I'm wrong, resident historian. He has a five year exemption off of those victories at yep. Augusta. Yeah. That's up this year.
2: He won the twenty nineteen well, Masters and the 2019 PGA. The 29 P 2019 PGA was his last major.
1: That's what right, yeah. You're talking about you're talking about
2: DJ. Or who no, are you talking Brooks. about? Brooks. He won he won five majors between the US Open in 2017 and the PGA in 2019. sorry, right, which ones did he win? For two years. What's that? Which ones did he win? He won the Masters in 2019, the PGA in 18 and 19. In the U.S. Brooks? Open. Definitely. Wait a minute. Brooks win no, the masters. Tiger Tiger won uh, the
0: Masters in 19.
2: Oh, sorry. It says tied for second. My bad. So yeah. So he won four majors. Yeah, uh, he's, he's he is the king of the
1: PGA and US Open. The US Open so yeah. he has five years exemption left on the Masters. He could play himself so, in yeah. on the Open Championship, theoretically. And he has lifetime on the other two. Or no, the US Open gives him how long? I, I think, I think ten. Like, ten, right? Yeah. 10 for PGA PGA gives lifetime though.
3: I think up until a certain age. Correct. So like the first,
1: yeah. Yeah, like up to
4: 60 or something yeah. like that. So, so what would
3: what would his pathway back be?
4: Is that would it be more legal a legal thing or
0: well it probably would have to quit live, I would ass- right. I would assume to right. start. He, and then was... my guess would be give back all the money that he got guaranteed.
1: I wish I, I wish I had it. The question would be: Did, did he formally resign before he teed it up? And does is that going to have any legal implications for these guys as a pathway back? Because I'll tell you, who did not resign was obviously Phil.
4: Phil, right? And uh and and Andy Fogel Tree. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't hashtag, think Phil will ever
0: resign. Hashtag.
1: Where's Ogletree? He's but we know. We know Andy. We know where he's at.
2: Yeah. He's in love loves live. He's he's having sushi and sake over a big check. <laughs> oh, big check.
1: Best thing that ever happened for him is Greg sending it, kicking him to the curb. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I wonder if that's the case. Brent did Do You think that is? He gets he basically just leaves the PGA Tour, goes to live, gets a big check, right? Makes one hundred eighty thousand for finishing dead stone cold last um, DFL, as they say, and then he gets cut, and now he has to go out and find and make a living. So he's on the Asian Tour, and he's won two two times. Yeah.
2: So I heard a good bit of intel this week. Um, Chase Kepka has to finish in the top. Thirty on live this year, to stay on live. Wow! Yep.
0: That was news to me. I didn't know they kick people off of the tour if you didn't play well.
2: Well, they they have to kick some people off because they keep adding people. And it,
0: well, isn't that what they wanted?
2: It's only forty eight people, so you oh. know, kind of last in, first out.
4: Well, then Phil's in danger. Then
2: Phil's. <laughs> Well, I don't. I don't think everybody has the same set of circumstances. Oh, gotcha. I yes,
1: clean, clean I don't think shaven,
0: the top players are in jeopardy.
1: Clean shaven Phil does not have any worry. If you're
0: playing, if you're <laughs> paying Phil two hundred million, I don't think they're getting rid of him. If you're paying right. him two hundred mil to go play on that tour, right? Same goes for they, he can come in DFL every tournament if he wanted to, but Phil's not going nowhere. He's gonna be a captain on a team. He's gonna do it. He's gonna. He's not going anywhere. He's gonna die with Liv. We'll put it that way. And what a <laughs> he's team he's
4: got! Liv. Did you see his revealing of his oh team? Oh my
0: god! Yeah. <laughs> I think Kepka's got a good team too. Uh, looking at yeah. it, I mean, you know, who I don't
2: cares? Know. Like the team thing with Liv is a big Oh, joke. no one. Like it is the biggest joke about Liv. Is like, does anybody care one bit about that? Well the big yeah, question here
4: locally make money. The big question in the central Florida area is who's gonna go watch it at Orange County National coming up in March. And I'm not going, but there's people that seem to have this kind of a little bit of an interest to at least see what the show is all about with the music and the party and everything. So
1: Okay, as a as a fan of golf. I would go see it only to be able to watch the players up close, if they're in a, especially if they're in a market that may not get served by the PGA Tour or something of that nature. Oh, that I don't isn't know. here.
4: That's not here.
0: I even if they came, like even if they came to say, you know, say Oak Hill because that's the closest pro course to me,
4: Syracuse, and they will be.
0: If they came to that, you would have to pay me money to go watch a live event. I wouldn't want to watch it. There's no point in watching it. It's not golf to me at the end of the day. And I was big on Liv when it first started. I thought it was cool, but then obviously learning the facts about it and, and more so digging into it, who am I going to go watch? The only player I would want to go watch is Cam Smith. That's it. I don't care about Phil. I've seen Phil play. I don't care about DJ. I don't care about the cheater, Patrick Reed. I don't care about any of those guys, right? I've seen them all play. The only one I would actually go see is Cam Smith.
4: Not Poulter? I like Poults. Oh, yeah, Polts. I
0: go <laughs> I go watch his uh, his pants somewhere. Got there was nice another. There was drug. another
1: w- one from Full Swing. Oh, he was Pulse good. Holtz was, was he was grinding, but man, he was just he. You could see you could see the struggle. The struggle was real with him. Do I take the big check? Because I can't compete anymore. Plain and simple. Yep.
0: I think that was the toughest decision out of anybody who went to live. I think Holtz was the toughest one because. We all know that Polts love the game of golf, and you knew that he was going to be a Ryder Cup captain one and day. There, and now European I finally,
1: squad. before you interrupted me earlier, now I finally get to make my point. <laughs> I feel we're about to enter the dark ages. The the European Ryder Cup team is going to get crushed for decades at this point until somebody steps up. Tell yeah. me I'm wrong, Andy.
2: You can't say for decades because that can I could change in, in two cycles. Nope. Two Ryder Cup cycles. Not happening. Well, you're allowed to have your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you're
3: allowed to be wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I have to admit, like, if um, it works well with any rivalry, say the Red Sox, Yankees, and lately the Red Sox have won four World Series and the Yankees oh, haven't. Stop. So.
1: <clears throat> Come on. I
3: just <clears throat> had to uh, make a point there. <laughs> um, uh, but the, yeah, but the Ryder Cup, the back and forth, I mean, seriously, the, the balance is nice, but it's it was swinging way too much for the Americans for years. Jack Nicholas got involved, expanded the team. That was really, really good. And then it comes back where the Europeans kept winning. And then that becomes not so good. I mean, you want the balance enough, uh, but Yeah. I mean, I think the U.S. could start winning this a bunch and then all of a sudden becomes not as exciting, not as entertaining, less corporate dollars. This goes to PGA of America, the club professional area. Um, You want to have a little balance there. And, you know, who knows what can happen in the next few years? Can can I circle
4: back to Pultz real quick? I I mean, I,
3: I got a personal story with him. I
4: Leo Linksters does this swing contest we've done for multiple years and we've had judges like Nicholas and Spieth and a bunch of guys and I remember I asked Poulter and this is more like at the height of when he was probably top 30 in the world top 20 something like that I actually came home to a voicemail when we used to have a landline from Ian Poulter saying mate I'm sorry I can't do this but uh, it's a, it's a cool thing that you're doing. and ever since that I've had a ton of respect for that guy.
2: Why couldn't he do it?
4: He, he, he whatever the reasons were he couldn't do it, just the fact that he called me personally yeah to, to let me know that it was just not something he was going to be able to do. I just had a ton of respect for for that guy and and then watching that series and seeing kind of the struggle he went through and the honesty he showed about his decision, The guys like that, I can understand the decisions that were made.
1: So I'm going to transition here. Andy, we have made it 27 and a half minutes. I've got the timer going into the show and no one has mentioned Eldrick Tiger Mm -hmm. Woods.
2: (laughs) Well, I think think it goes out saying that there's not a whole lot of debate about the Tiger situation. I think he ignited the world again last week in his little way. And what he did was, was incredible, his third round. I mean, just, I mean, he continues to amaze.
1: Bobby, historical perspective.
3: <laughs> I just love when they showed the 16-year-old Tiger swinging you know, make his first T shot yeah. in the tour at the Riv. Um, yeah. yeah. It's exciting when he is playing. It's uh, I mean, physically it's amazing. He can get it out there so far out driving Rory, uh, the little jab he did at Justin Thomas mm. with the little
1: feminine <laughs> product.
3: <laughs> to help you segue Alan. Uh, yeah. That, <laughs> you know, that was interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know there's nine million cameras on him every second so he's not yeah. going to get away from anything there but um yeah i was just looking at that it, it brings back thoughts of hogan playing there at uh, riviera um back in the day after his after he got hit by the, the the bust um when they didn't think he was going to walk again and um just you know not to over dramatize it but um it was to me it was interesting about watching tiger do that and play so well and thinking of hogan back in the day that was that
1: was pretty neat, Christian. I mean, you basically he he is your guy, right? I mean, you you grew up in the true Tiger era. I mean, Tiger
0: love him. No, I, I mean, he just continues like Andy mentioned. He just can he what he did, his ball speed, his club speed was most most impressive. It's Brandon Chambly was gushing
1: over that, wasn't he?
0: You're talking about two of the longest hitters on tour and JT and Rory and tiger basically on one leg is out driving them. That's, imp- that's remarkable. That is incredible. He always seems to amaze. You can never count him out. I've done that in the past and they came back to bite me in the ass. So I'm never, I'll never bet against tiger ever again. He was very open about his schedule this year though. I mean, it's limiting to the, obviously the majors, you know, which we all knew. Uh, maybe one or two more other big events Um, but that's going to be the nature of Tiger Woods moving forward I mean he um, you know I hope that he can win at least one one more time if it's a major or if it's a Genesis or wherever he decides to play I think it'd be phenomenal for the game of golf but it is going to be extremely difficult given the nature of the PGA and where they stand and how much talent's on the tour.
1: And Brendan, I'm gonna I I smoothly navigated this to you because I know you are huge on Augusta National. Um, does he play one more time to to hone his game a little bit before Augusta, or does he take it back to uh, Jupiter and work in the backyard?
4: I was I was kind of impressed with how he seemed to recover day day to day. He he didn't look nearly as You know, as bad as obviously at the PGA last year, it was tough in in the Open Championship. But he looked a little bit healthier and he he made it around 72 holes. And then at the end on Sunday, he actually walked up those stairs and they kept saying, oh, is he going to get a cart to go back up there? And he looked okay, And I I would love to see him play like at a Bay Hill or something like that, where he's had a ton of success. That's an easy, fairly easy walk at Bay Hill. Um, he's won there, what, five times? Um, I, I see, I see him playing in maybe another three events, at least based on what we saw this past week, another three events besides the majors is what I'm thinking.
1: I think, I think he skips the players. I think Bay Hill is an option certainly. And I don't, just based on timing, I don't have the schedule in front of me. Does he honor Jack by playing up at Muirfield? That's, that would be another one I could, I could see him you know under he understands i mean tiger's always understood history right bobby we joke about you the historian but tiger truly understands the historical perspective and tiger 2.0 or 3.0 whichever version we're on right now i mean how cool is it he's he's checking off boxes for little girls on, on in the stands and, and yeah. handing a sign gloved over tiger old tiger would have never done that
3: No, he's definitely more human. And after seeing what he did this week, I'm a believer. I didn't think he'd win another major. Now, after seeing what I saw this week, knowing he's going to work on his game, I think he wins at Augusta one more time. I think Royal Liverpool this year is in play, without a doubt, Um, because the other thing is I don't – I think it's easier for him like it was Nicholas and Hogan and some of these guys to win the major later in life than a tour event. The tour events are different. You get to the major, the pressure goes up. Guys just, uh, they freak out, they drop down. Yeah, round one, they shoot a decent round, but they go away. Tiger gets more comfortable, deeper into the major, like Jack did. I bet, you're exactly right, Helen, I was thinking this, I bet Tiger would love to beat Jack's record. Jack was 46 and when he won the Masters back in 86. I bet Tiger really wants to win one more, and he puts it all in in the next year or two. Uh, But I wouldn't put it past him if he wouldn't win a uh, British Open this year.
1: All right, so we're getting crunched on time because of all the things we needed to touch on. But Andy Hydorn, we just rattled off everything we didn't talk about John Rom. Easily confusing with my golf swing, but.
2: (laughs) He's the grumpiest, best golfer in the game, for sure. Who, Alan? (laughs) No. Not out. <laughs> I was on a couple holes, Brendan. You were not. I was kicking. I was kicking. I was kicking some sand. <laughs> You're kicking ant hills. <laughs> I mean, I mean Rom is Rom has been on a tear for sure.
0: It's
2: impressive. he's
0: made nine million dollars in his last five outs, or something like that. Or I I forgot the exact number, but it's something just crazy. You know how much money he's made. They put a stat
3: I up went. on. They put a stat up on the golf channel, like within the last ten events, it's got win, second place, win, win. Like it's top 5 for we're winning every time.
1: Do we see him, Rory and Scotty? Is it going to be just back and forth, back and forth to number one for? Is that the is way, that
4: that what's going to uh, happen? The way it's stacked up right now, but but uh, there's guys like. Uh, Homa and Zalatoris and these guys are going to sneak up in there. There's guys not going to like.
0: I, I could I could totally see Max winning a major this year. I mean, look at his press oh, conference yeah. after the round was over. I mean, that that's a difference right there between the PGA and Live. Point blank, you will never see a Lib guy after losing a tournament crying and and the passion. They just they lost it. And Max, I'm a big fan of Max. I think he could easily win a major this year. And same as Al Torres. They're both due for one. And Tony Finau, for that matter, too. Watching that on full swing. I yeah, I, I, would love to see all three of them win different ones this year, honestly.
1: Christian, that is a phenomenal point. There's something else about passion or, shall I say, uh, going all in. And, Andy, don't, it's that time.
2: Don't be that guy.
1: Don't be that guy. Don't go all in.
2: Okay, so – I have a don't be that guy, and it's for one of the more popular, successful podcasts in the golf scape. Um is using don't be that guy as as a as a uh social post today that I saw. The uh foreplay podcast. Did you, you know? say
1: foreplay used hashtag don't be that
2: guy? They did. They they sure did. Um uh- I don't know. We're gonna have we're gonna maybe have our lawyers make a little little visit they, over there to the uh foreplay guys.
1: They've dodged us when we challenged them in golf, also.
2: Yeah. Well, they don't know what they're messing with. With our lawyers, that is. <laughs> <laughs> so don't be that guy. So let yes. us be the don't be that guy people.
0: Yes. Hey
3: Alex, did yes. I throw in a, a recent don't be that guy from yesterday at my golf facility? Oh, does it
1: involve the owner?
3: Uh, No, (laughs) but (laughs) that could be a daily occurrence. (laughs) Uh, But don't be that guy that sits in the passenger seat of the golf cart, puts it in reverse, and tries to steer backwards, sitting in the said passenger side, being a seasoned veteran uh, human being, I'll leave it at that, and backs right up into and damages our facility and then says, I didn't do that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, don't be that, that don't guy. Be.
3: Please, please. Don't be, that, don't be
1: that old guy.
3: Sit huh. in the driver's seat and, uh, you know, operate the vehicle appropriately. My goodness, unbelievable. So, Andy,
1: 18th green. Final thoughts. You haven't leaned in once.
2: Yeah, I have. There's five people on, so you can't see me leaning in.
1: Oh, well, I'm I'm legally blind.
2: Yeah. So uh, just a couple, couple of quick points. Christian, thank you for pointing out Tiger's ball speed. A year ago, Tiger was in the mid one sixties with his ball speed on his driver. And he was, you know, Approaching and a couple times reaching 180, which is phenomenal. I saw a stat that that um, I think five years ago there were two players on the PGA Tour that had a ball speed of 180. Now there's 30, um, craziness. But for for Tiger to be able to to you know busting it out there with that that amount of speed is incredible. Um, and two other little quick points. How do you not love Joel Damon? And I like Brooks Kepka more because of what I saw in Full Swing. He cares more about golf than than he's involved in a situation that suggests he doesn't really care about golf. And he proved that to be different.
1: I agree. Bobby?
3: Uh, taking a local perspective here, uh, about 10 years ago, one of the top tour events was Honda Classic. Now it is losing Honda's 42 years as sponsorship. Well, I believe it was the longest on tour. Uh, just, you know, sad to see the tournament uh, move away from where it was. The, the supreme irony, the wicked irony, if you will, is about 100 tour players of right around here. Some of the best of the best, but the way the schedule is put together, unfortunately, the Honda has just slipped down a few spots. Uh, Ken Kennerly and their team—they're absolutely doing a crazy, incredible job. Uh, but you know, I don't know. I guess life moves on. But the uh, the Honda Classic had a heck of a history, and sad to see it drop down
0: now.
1: Mister Nazamus.
0: Uh yeah. My final thought. Um... You know, I say it every week is just continue, guys, to please follow us on uh, on social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you know, we have a lot of great stuff coming this, this upcoming year. Um, I love the full swing documentary. I hope that they do that again with different players. Um, obviously, you know, I think the feedback on that was amazing. At least I hope it was. And also, I know we didn't touch on it this show. Maybe we can dig more into it next show. The joint tournament coming with the PGA and the LPGA in December of this year. I think that's going to be great to watch. It's going to be a fantastic tournament. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, I'm I'm, con- I'm just excited for Augusta coming around the corner. Yep. And hopefully we can get together and, uh, you know, we all have bombs together because I want to I wanna play Andy one-on-one, 1v1. <laughs> wow.
3: Ooh. Those are
0: fighting words. Steve. Wow, I'm gonna play my bro. One
2: v one. One v one. I'm easy pickings right now, Christian. So he's leaning
0: in. <laughs> yeah, hey, you should see you should look outside here at Syracuse. I can't even see the uh the street. Can't even see the ground. It's all covered in snow.
4: B E, what you got? So yeah, I, I echo what Christian said. I watched all eight eight episodes. Yeah, eight episodes and the Fino Tony Fino, I'm not going to say much because Alan hasn't seen it yet. But that was just um, fantastic. You want some inspiration? You watch that Tony Fino episode. And another point of inspiration, I think on Golf Channel yesterday, friend uh, Samantha Wagner, friend of Andy Chris oh, Wagner, no. she was on Golf Channel, and that was pretty inspirational too to see see her on there talking about the journey she's had. And I'm, I'm excited for her, for Alexa Pano, for for all the LPGA tour players as the season starts to ramp up here soon.
2: Samantha's going to be on the show.
4: Yeah. Yes.
1: Samantha is coming and we have a couple other people, right? Long drive guy.
2: Yep. Bobby Ray said he'd do it. Bobby Ray. Nice.
1: Yep. All right. So I'm going to attempt to play this. I'm going to I don't know, this is going to be my final, my final thought. If I can make this audio work properly, hang on.
3: I heard there's going to be a full swing for our podcast team. Yeah, baby. Maybe not. I'm still trying to get the Downton Abbey, you know. We
1: are recording on February 22nd. I marked that talent on my calendar as a kid growing up in Vermont, as a hockey player. Go USA. Every year. Thank you, Jimmy. Uh, Thank you, Herb Brooks, Arruzzioni, and all those guys. I played on that rink. I coached on that rink it is a truly hockey holy grail for this hockey guy so do you believe in miracles yes sir
4: unbelievable you only have one opportunity to sell your golf property Shouldn't you partner with an expert that offers you 30 plus years of golf industry experience combined with the reach of a global leader in real estate? Collier's International Golf Brokerage and Advisory Services understands your unique business needs. Whether it is brokerage, management, and consulting, be reassured that the market leader in the business of golf is providing you the real answers and practical solutions you deserve. Contact Golf Talk Live co-host and Collier's Golf Advisory Services member Alan DePew, today at 717-554-8519.
0: That's 717-554-8519.